Welcome to 40 Trillion DPI. I'm Helen Ip. And I'm Justin Carter. We're two designers and weirdos and friends, and every other week we get together to talk about design. Sometimes this is design as a discipline. Think logos, platforms, color, typography, blah, blah. Sometimes. <laughs> Let me try that again. Sometimes this is design as a discipline. Think logos, platforms, color, typography. Other times, this is just regular news or things happening in the world that we look at through the lens of design. Today, we're talking about Amazon's Hitler logo, roly-poly brain surgeons, influencers working for the cops, and fucking NFTs. And we come up with a million dollar idea. Stay tuned, <laughs> we clearly have a lot to cover. Let's get started. What do I got? I have actually quite a few sort of disparate um, articles. Um, the first one well, actually came recommended to me. Um, the title is Amazon Changes App Logo That Resembles Adolf Hitler. Um, I don't know if you have the Amazon app on your phone. I actually don't have the Amazon app on my phone, so this is totally news to me. Right. Um, I didn't even so, know that it was a thing. I, I've, I've seen right. this. So yeah, so tell me about it. What is it? Yeah, so so I'll, I'll describe it to you. So it's just the Amazon app. It's just the logo for the app, like on your phone, right? Um, they apparently did a quick turnaround redesign of the app logo after commentators had said that the recent redesign made it look like Adolf Hitler. So the way it looks, I'll describe to you, you know, rounded corners, like, you know, regular iOS kind of app logo look, right? With the Amazon, like, smile. I hate that thing. It kind of looks like a messed up banana. Right, you know, like, right. The smile smirk. with the, like, weird, slightly kind of curvy, like, arrow point on the right, you know? And then there's this weird, like, blue, kind of looks like a tab or, like, the end of a ribbon Right, the what? What it's, is it? It's oh, like it's zigzag. It's like tape or something. Is that what it's supposed? What Look, is it supposed to represent? It's like know, a blue I, you, rectangle. You know, that's so funny that you already just was like, oh yeah, is it supposed to represent tape? Because like I didn't know what that was when I first saw it. <laughs> I was like, why is there just like this weird blue, like little flippy flappy, tabby, you know, above? Like it, it, it it's cut off at the top edge of the app logo, right? Right. And like. Oh my god, you're a genius. I guess it's supposed to be like the tape on an Amazon box. <laughs> but I didn't so like their original <laughs> logo, their original logo before had no tape, no rectangle. It was just the smile. Um, I don't know what it was. You know what I mean? Like I know so, they read so I know they 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 did, well, yeah. What so what was it? It it didn't have any smile on it at, or didn't have any any blue rectangle at all, right? So like I'm going to look up the old Amazon like app logo or something like old well, let's just see like okay so here's the thing the old one was even just like worse in some ways design wise which was it was kind of like a cutoff cart like right. a trolley cart that was blue and then it had like the amazon word mark right with like the it was like black letters and then um the amazon smile underneath that goes from a to z which is like the worst stupidest thing ever okay wait let me can I, wait can I wait can I pause you for one second like yeah. what like I hate I mean I get it like I'm I'm so 
I, I'm so sick of logos, like, as a thing. <laughs> I know this is a longer conversation, but I hate, you know, it's like I hate when people make a logo where they, like, combine all the letters into something or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, it feels yeah. like it's, like, there's a tendency as a designer to, like, to play with that and be like, oh, look, this F fits into this G in this interesting oh, yeah, way. Like the FedEx logo. Or whatever, yeah. you know, or, yeah, like, yeah. that's an, int- you know, there's some interesting things that happen there and you sort of play with that. But there's this, mm-hmm. like... The Amazon smile going from the A to Z, like you pointing that out, I actually had never noticed that, and it makes me so mad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I have lots to say about fucking logos, but go on. Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so the old logo before the the Hitler version was, like, just miles worse in some ways, right? Because it was so, you know, hitting the nail over the head with, like, the word mark, too, in case you didn't realize that you were downloading the Amazon app. Well, now you know, because the Amazon word mark is in the app right, logo right, itself. Right, right, right. And so, you know, this is their attempt, right, at, at becoming a little bit more contemporary in terms of the approach of, like, the app logo. It's like, well, it's sort of like an abstraction of the box, and, you right. know, we're all about packages and shipping things and that, that. And, um, but, yeah, it really does kind of look like a comical bottom half of the face of Hitler. Uh. It's crazy. I mean, I, I I don't know if I, I I think it was pointed out, you know, like I saw the story at the same time as it had already been kind of pointed out, you know, like I had never seen this thing before. And, you know, like, I don't know if I would have got it, but as soon as somebody said it, I was like, oh my God, like, and it looks so, but it's such a funny thing because it's also like the smile doesn't fit in with my vision of Hitler, you know what I mean? Like, which just makes it so (laughs) extra fucked up because it's kind of like, what would, it's like Hitler smirking in this really nasty way and like he's gone blue, you know, like the mustache is like a blue kind of like. Folsom Street Fair situation, you know what I mean? He like there's Dory Alley, yeah. he got peed on. Yes, and, he had a and he's like, he's like mm, about himself. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, so he's it's like, just like, oh, I'm feeling myself, or something's like really creepy. Right, like, right. But then the, the, but then here's the thing: is like the redesign of the redesign. It's not really that far much, you know, far removed from like the Hitler version. So it's still sort of like if you saw the redesign. You made the association with Hitler. You see the redesign of the redesign. You're going to still kind of see like a really barmy kind of like, you know, oh, it's like it's still kind of Hitler. (laughs) Right. It's a mess, basically. And yes, the redesign of the redesign, like, is also, it's because of the smile. I mean, that's the thing. It's It's because because of the smile, smile. like... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever is happening like even you know the like so the next one it looks like someone has like stuck on a sticker of a hitler mustache and slightly yes, exactly. slightly peeled it off and it's like the smile is making you go like you want to you want to peel it a little more like you know what i mean like <laughs> like who's up who's up to help me peel this off <laughs> yeah or like why is there a post it note on your face like what like that's that's how I feel about the redesign of the redesign. I'm like, 
Why is there a post-it note on your face, and why does the post-it note have ra- slightly rounded corners for like no reason? When like right. tape on a but, tape on a box isn't that aestheticized? Like, come on! I like, mean, the other thing about uh, it that's interesting too is like as a face. Maybe that's why I didn't quite see it at first until I it, or yeah. until it was pointed out. I didn't quite immediately right. go to Hitler or whatever. Right. It's because the space between the mustache and the mouth is so long. Like, it just looks yeah. weird. You know, so then it, like, it's, like, it's evoking face and then failing at it. It's, you know, it's like, it's, like... It's face and it's not. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Not hitting. It's, it's in, not hitting it. It's, like, what's... I don't know. It's, like, Uncanny Valley. It's, like, a little... It's, like, that place where it looks enough like a face to make you think face, but it's far enough from as a frame of a face that you feel like it's gross in some way. Like... Yeah. And also, like... <laughs> Okay, like, I know we're getting real deep into this app logo, but, like, the color, the box color is, like, still too much in a almost, like, fleshy, like, could be somebody who went to, like, you know, Ibiza, you know, they went and partied and got a tan, and then they're, they're got, they're, they're had their, you know, they're, they're happy, but they're kind of creepy. Like, that's kind of, like, what I get from this, and I just... I'm not, I'm not here for it, and I don't, I don't have the app on my phone, so that's okay. I don't have to be here for it anyway, but you know. Right, right, yeah, I, I agree, I, uh, this is just a, this is a cardboard box fire. Cardboard burns so fast, you know what I mean? Like, it's like one of those things, like, you ever burn cardboard? It just, because it's corrugated, air goes through it, and it just lights up, and it's really beautiful, I mean, and, it is gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah. but it's fast. You know, it's sort of like it's it's like high sugar. You know, like low protein or whatever. You know, it burns fast. Really? No, <laughs> not okay. like I mean, I'm not advocating <laughs> Wait, that you eat what? it. You know, it's like it's like it's like empty calories or something. <laughs> as far as an energy source, okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, what is going on? Let's move on. Okay, wow, my, the coffee is hitting you. The coffee <laughs> is fucking hitting me. Okay, the next thing I'm, I, I, the thing I want to bring up, which I think could probably take us to the end of this damn show, but, um, <laughs> is, and I didn't want to bring this up. I didn't want to talk about this, but I did a deep dive last night. You may know where I'm going already, um, is NFTs. Oh, <laughs> snap. I know. Yeah, I feel yes, like just saying... tangible tokens. Uh-huh. I feel like just saying it makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth just thinking about it. Like, it's yeah, so... Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. So, I saw... There's been a lot of headlines about it lately. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of things talking about um, mm-hmm. Logan Paul selling oh my millions. God. Is he in on it he now? sold five million dollars or six million dollars worth of NFTs in the last couple weeks. That's disgusting. He why, sells why are people supporting that person that I can't even call it a person. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. I mean so I guess so I don't know. I'm piecing together like what his deal is or whatever. But mm. and let, let's back mm. up a little bit. The reason I mm. saw it is because a lot of like artists have started selling mm. these NFTs. Um mm-hmm. and just to sort of like what is an NFT? As far as I understand, it's sort of like blockchain, <laughs> like cryptocurrency. It's like a cryptocurrency mm-hmm. that is can be art or can be sound or video or anything like that mm-hmm. that's encoded with like mm-hmm. a unique token each time. Mm-hmm. So like I make mm-hmm. one piece, it's encoded with a unique token and someone can buy it and own the token and resell it. 
and a lot of them have built in, which is interesting, um, you know, resale clauses and things like that. So like artists can, you know, I could sell you one for, you know, a thousand dollars and when you resell it, I would continue to like make money off of it. So it's this whole, like, there's some of those things that are kind of built into some of these, um, services and stuff. Um, But, yeah, so that was kind of making a bunch of news. People were selling these NFTs for a bunch of money. Videos, a lot of them are just, like, GIFs. Like, that seems to be the main thing, is, like, lightly Mm -hmm. animated GIF art seems to be very, like, huge in this world. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, so they were kind of all over a bunch of different news places over the (laughs) the last week. Um, And so I was, like, really, I don't know, it felt like something, and this is why I was, like, a little bit... Um, reticent to bring this here because it feels like everyone's talking about it because they feel like they should be talking about it. Like, it feels a little bit like, to me. Like, I don't know if I really care. But, at the same time, Logan Paul's making millions of dollars. Grimes sold, like, $300,000 worth of NFTs over the last couple weeks. Like, you know, I mean, can you imagine, like, that amount of money? It's, like, insane. And it's for, like... A 30-second audio file with an animated GIF along with it. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting, yeah. you know, and it definitely gets to this question of, like, um, value and da-da-da-da-da. But I guess, yeah, I wanted to sort of, like, bring it to you to talk about in the sense of, right. like, as a... I don't know, like, as a design system, as a market for art and for, like, I don't know, uh, sort of, like... Um, authenticity in a way or something like that like I don't know like what do you I guess I wanted to ask you like what do you think would be an interesting NFT (laughs) oh interesting question what do I think would be an interesting NFT I think about this live stream that I've returned to in my mind over and over again it was the last McDonald's I think cheeseburger or hamburger (laughs) sold in Iceland before the the only I think it, there was only one McDonald's in Iceland ever before like in a, in the the burger was purchased before the McDonald's closed down, and somebody just kind of put it in this like they, on this like I don't know it's kind of like a some type of like a like a pedestal like a sort of like you know those cake tin or not cake like tin, a, but a like rotating a, yeah yeah a pedestal yeah, yeah, like yeah you can put a cake on display type situation with a little like glass dome over it mm-hmm. so somebody put was like cheeseburger or hamburger like underneath like this dome and then set a camera on it and live streamed it and uh, i don't know if that live stream still exists but that is the kind of art that i think would be fucking sick <laughs> <laughs> to sell <laughs> to sell in terms of NFTs, like I'm like, yeah, that that's cool. That's weird, you know. Like, right. I like I've always been interested in the, um, in the contradiction of um, longevity and um, inevitable destruction or mm-hmm. decomposition. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, what I, what I think is interesting about what is unfolding right now in terms of the NFT art space if you will, is like, it's all very like digitally friendly. It all like kind of aligns with this one sort of like intersectional group of like semi affluent, culturally kind of tuned into a certain kind of vibe type of like person. Um, but like, 
I just, I don't know. I just, I just feel like it's such navel gazing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not really like progressive in the sense of like, well, what are you like really trying to challenge? In, like, what is the convention you're trying to challenge? Right. By creating this type of uh, um, tr- transaction. Right. Um, specific to like art or sound or you know like work in general. Like uh, you're not really proving anything except for the fact that. Um, like people who want to covet things and have the like financial wherewithal to do so will do that. Right. You know? Right. I mean, I think the thing that I'm, that I'm, I'm thinking about why I kind of didn't want to talk about this, but it kind of ended up being interesting was like, this solves something about art that I never cared to solve or give a shit about. Like, it's like mm-hmm. art in all of its communal and social aspects and all of its like presence and all these different ways that are interesting. This solves mm-hmm. the question of like, you know, like the thing that sells best as NFTs or the things so far that people have been doing, which I think is interesting in terms of like its nascent nature or whatever, essentially mm-hmm. is like trading cards. You know, Logan Paul sold a bunch of like basically like magic cards that he created like with himself on them. Mm-hmm. And so they're like mm-hmm. gifts of him like throwing a fireball like that. And it's so sold, stupid. but they sold for like a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> um, so the other, the other oh. thing that I found that was super interesting is the NBA has been selling NFTs for a really long time for over a year. They've had their own NFT marketplace for highlight reels. You can buy and you buy, but the thing that's crazy is you don't go, I mean, you can, there are secondary markets where you can buy stuff. The way you buy them are in these things and they look on the website. They look like little silver you know like metallic card packs like baseball cards or basketball cards and you buy a set of them you get five or whatever they're Mm -hmm. randomized moments randomized highlights Mm -hmm. some of them are very rare some of them are very common quote unquote but then becomes a secondary market where you could resell these highlight moments to other people Mm -hmm. and trade Mm -hmm. them and stuff you know what i mean like so it's like Mm -hmm. taking on this structure of you know like like, pokemon cards like pokemon cards or baseball cards or whatever you know like this kind of like a system of exchange that I've never found interesting. Like I've never found collecting interesting in that way. And I feel like whatever art collecting I've ever done is always like, Oh, my friend is doing a show and I'm going to buy their art if I can afford it because I want to support them. And I think it's beautiful and I want it in my home or whatever. I want to live with it in some way. But this is like this whole way of like turning you know, because there was... Okay, so here's one question, and I, I want to move on, but... Um, so, so many conversations I had working in the arts in the Bay Area, so, like, working in around institutions like YBCA, SFMOMA, mm-hmm. galleries, and different places that I've worked with in the past, often mm-hmm. in conversation, in, in a deeper planning way, there would be this conversation about, because in the Bay Area, there's so many tech adjacent or there were who knows if there are anymore there were so many tech adjacent people and often the question was how do we increase engagement as an institution as a museum with tech adjacent people like how and also the underlying Mm. question being how do we access that money you know what i mean like Mm. i mean not to be too you know there's it's a it's a nuanced question about like getting you know bringing in these different communities but i think part of that was about how do we access this money you know like and i think like you know the crazy I you know the sad truth of it is um it's like turn whatever you're making into a baseball card do you know what I mean like turn whatever you're making into a Pokemon card and then 
it will be like, aha, you know, like, I get this. This fits into this worldview of scarcity, of, like, authenticity, quote-unquote, of all these things, of yeah. of whatever, non-fungibility of, like, you know, these kind of, like, this kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's like, that's the answer to that question of, you know, how do you engage this community? Because I feel like, who's buying all this stuff? I mean, who, how, who is spending $5 million on Logan Paul... Pokemon cards. Ugh. I don't know, but like I for me I'm like what is it about the collectability, right? Or like the ability to kind of survey all the things you own that is so appealing. And then and then now and now I'm like, "Oh, I'm answering my own question already," which is like, "Oh, you can you can objectively identify your worth, right?" Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and that has never really been something that I, I mean, I don't, it's not that I don't like nice things. I think I like nice things sometimes, you know, but it's not a driving force, I would say in the, the, the kind of like, when I, when I, when I go to like purchase a thing or when I go, when I go to like buy a painting or whatever, it's not like, well, I need to collect them all, you know? Right. Like when I, I was... don't gotta catch them all, you know, like Pokemon. I don't gotta catch them all. Right. I, 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 I want to catch maybe like one. I, maybe maybe I'll catch like one or two. I love maybe like even half of one temporarily, and then I let it go. You know, I love the world. I love your Pokemon, uh, like, philosophy. You're like, I gotta catch a moderate and useful and normal amount of Pokemon, and then I gotta, like, live the rest of my life. Like, Pokemon trainer is just one aspect of my identity. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I think of it, too, like, just, like, um, you know, like, those, like, like, what is the point of like having all this shit that you're basically just putting in boxes? You know? Right, exactly, and exactly. Like, oh, and I look at it. I hear I'm looking at it in my cabinet of or in your boxed goods or in you your know? fucking like, wallet, right? You know what I mean? Like you have this wallet. Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, wait. Okay. Two more things about NFTs, and then we are jamming. One, the okay. fucking language that's developing around it is so nuts. This whole like wallet, putting things in your wallet, and then also drops. Have you like everybody talks about oh, NFT my God. It's such drops? Fucking language, it kills me. It's like, I'm so just, like, stupid. Stop, stop jerking off in the corner. Okay? I hate just it. Stop jerking off in the corner, <laughs> and like take a look at the world. Use your eyes. Go for a walk. Experience like, some more things. I love like, watching. I hate, okay, like, you know what I hate? Okay, the tweets that start with minted. Yes, like, exactly. Minted. Minting. Yes, like, minting. Fuck <laughs> off, dude. Like, God. But so, I don't oh. know. I think about this whole idea of like, I don't know, designing this system and like designing this whole, you have to design a whole new, I mean, that's one thing that's interesting is a whole new user interaction, a whole new way of, Mm -hmm. a quote unquote whole new way of kind of existing with these digital artifacts and things like that, minting, dropping, like all this stuff I think is really interesting, but like how much it is really self-consciously like kind of um, really pushing its own like UI in a sort of like it's like the UI is like this um, whole system of slang quote not slang mm-hmm. but it's seen it's supposed to seem like slang but mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. it's like fake marketing language you know that like oh, yeah. people it's like, are it's like, 
Well, it's to signal that you're tapped in, right, to the vibe or whatever. But like, really, if you if you look, if you take a look at like what is being said and like what phrases are being used, it's like, it's just like, dude, dude language. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, I mean, it's dude I'm, language. I'm, it's I'm, crazy. But yeah, yeah, so I found one thing that I found, two things that I found, which one thing I don't want to talk about uh, is that I found in the deep research dive on this, I found that somebody's trying to make a Bitcoin for sex work. We can talk about that another time. Oh Two, it's my called, God. It's called fucking spank chain. The second thing that exists <laughs> is I found all these websites that are like basically trying to jump in and become like the Squarespace for NFTs where they're like, you're trying to make NFTs. We can help you do it. We're going to take mm. a cut and we'll host your NFT. We'll do this whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like really mm-hmm. funny because it has like a system, like a whole set of like how to do it. It's like. It's like, we'll help you with the technology to make it, you know, like, and then it's like, need drop ideas? Try these five things to, like, get a cool, super rare drop. Like, and it's like, make an animated GIF, like, do this, do this. It, like, gives you all these, like, ideas. Like, make a cool sound file. That's a great drop. Like, it's so weird. Oh, my God. It's abominable. (laughs) Anyways. It's abominable. It's abominable. (laughs) On that note, what else do you have? Oh, I mean... Um, yeah, so my last article is from the LA Times, and the title of it is, This LA Startup is Building Tiny Injectable Robots to Attack Tumors. Uh, <laughs> and I will describe the I will describe the image to you. Uh, do you. Do you know, are you, do you remember the, uh, or did you ever play with roly-polies as a kid? You know, like totally, little, like, totally. Roly-poly. You know what roly-polies are? Like, well, mm-hmm. actually, what's the real name for them? I don't know what the real name for them is, but it's okay. Kind of like People, I know little, what they are. Little, yeah, 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 like little armored kind of bugs. Well, anyway, that's kind of what this little tiny injectable robot looks like. It sort of looks. Wait like, a minute. Wait. Let me pause you really for one second. Where are yeah. all the roly polies now? Dude, I don't know. I feel I like I haven't them. seen a roly poly in like thirty years. I, <laughs> I miss them. I used to play with them all the time. Like, but I, like, like, I'd see them around, I'd pick them up, and be like, me. Am I just like uh, too tall? <laughs> like, <laughs> You're too far away. Like, from am the I just too to far? Like, them? is that is that just not part of my experience <laughs> now? Okay. Anyways, go on. <laughs> no, seriously, um, I haven't seen a roly poly since I was like eight years old. But anyway, but, but I feel like they uh, haven't gone extinct. And if they have, we uh, no, why is nobody talking about it? Okay. I, I I don't know, but it's a, it would it would be a, it would be a global tragedy if the roly poly were to be entirely extinct because they are incredibly fun, fun little bugs. Totally. Um, okay, so yes, they kind of look like little roly polies. They are very very small. Like there's a picture of a penny next to them. It's like, like you know, like the words or, or like the word one or the phrase one cent, like a, a, along the bottom of like the penny the robot is smaller than the counter of the o Whoa. in one and that is how small these tiny injectable robots are to but you know designed to attack humans um in a way I though that's like, kind of big like you think that's big i mean <laughs> i mean not like personally like but you i think, think that's big it's, i mean like if i could see it <laughs> Like it's, you can barely see okay, it. Okay, okay. They, they are like it looks like a breadcrumb. Okay, but still okay, a like breadcrumb in my veins. Like that's so painful. 
<laughs> like in my your brain tumor, yeah. dude. Like, oh my god! Isn't that wild? Okay, so so I just and so I just started thinking, you know, like okay, if we're building tiny injectable robots to attack tumors, like what else could these tiny injectable robots do? You know, or like. Maybe they don't have to be injectable. Maybe you just have, like, a whole bunch of robot friends. So, wait. So, the that, tiny injectable robots, do they have little hands and they go in, like, they have, like... Mm-mm. So, so, so it sort of looks like the end of, like, a screw. Mm, okay? Interesting. Like the end of a screw. Okay. Not as pointy at the point part. It's still... It's sort of blunt. And then it's, like, a, another end of a screw. And then they're, like... It's, like, mirrored. So, it looks... That's why it looks like a roly-poly. Does that make sense? Yes. So yes. It, it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So no hands, they just have the little kind of spirally sort of backbone that a screw has. And I think, I'm actually not sure even like how they're controlled, but I'm sure that like they're manipulated by, you know, like a, like an external technology. Like a drone, um, like a drone controller. Like there's some dude standing yeah. in a field, like drone yeah, this controlling is like, them. This is like the polar opposite of a drone. It's like the anti, it, not the anti-drone, it's the undrone, you know, it's like Ooh. tiny, doesn't have weird wings. Doesn't right. make crazy noises. Right, you right. Know, doesn't have lights that shoot lasers. Yeah, it's it's very um, nondescript. And yeah, so I just started thinking like, oh, like what, what other things could these tiny robots do? You know, like even if they weren't <laughs> to be injected in you, you know, like could you just like, could you just like you know order a horde of them to like take over the face of like your. You're, you know, you're oh, like yeah. someone you don't like at work or something, you know? Well, yeah, right. It could control, like, certain little muscles and make people Amazon smile all the time, like, one side. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you work for Amazon, you'd get them injected and it would be like, one side of your face would just go up, you know, all the time. <laughs> be like, welcome to work. Or and as you walk through, like, 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 as you walk <laughs> through the scanner, it's like one side of your face goes up and they're like, welcome to work, number 457 or whatever, you know? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> of like these little like robots and they 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 kind of like you enlisted them to like kill bugs that you didn't like you know like I have a thing like I'm like really like not into spiders I know it's controversial mm, yeah. to kill a spider yeah. it's controversial Hot take. but they yeah. really freak me out and so like if the and, and I don't want to really have to kill a spider to be honest like I feel like that's kind of fucked up but if I could just get, like, my little horde of, like, baby robots to just gently carry the spider out the window ah, cell, like, I would be, like, you know, be, like, it'd be good. It'd be, like, sim- a symbiosis, you know, between right, the, like, right. drone bugs and then the real bugs, you know? I like that. Yeah, yeah, just having yeah. a horde around. I mean, it would be kind of like, um, like a nano Roomba. <laughs> yes, a nano Roomba. You know, yes. and they just like you set them to work on the dust, and they just go pick up one piece at a time. You know what I mean, like uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, and they, yeah, because yeah. then if they're working at that level, they could probably sculpt dust. You know, they could make clay or something. You know what I mean? Like it would be. Oh, that would be cute. <laughs> like, because it's like working yeah. at that micro nano level, they could like right. slowly sort of 3d print something how are oh they powered Actually, like that could be a fun uh art uh project for an nft space is like nano art uh-huh. made by right. your little like right. bb robots right BB robot horde yeah 
That would be interesting. I think that could be a nice, like, nano dark web NFT. Like, you know, you just open a package and, like, a puff of smoke, but it's, like, a million nanobots that just sort of fly into you. And then, like, that's your you know you 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 sort of become they become part of your microbiome like when you drink like (laughs) you drink a kombucha like they it's like Charlotte's Web-esque where it's like they fly into you and then every morning they present a message like across Ooh. your chest or something. It could be like a positive affirmation or, yes. or it could be like just like real talk. You no, know, it could be like that's... your breath stinks, go brush your teeth. You, you could know? get or them like... installed in you, in your arm or something and uh-huh. they could like like a dot matrix kind of style yeah. printer and mm-hmm. like they could show different messages. That would yeah, be super like, fascinating. Just... Yeah, like, yeah even that for... actually would be kind of tight, right? Right? Yeah, you could like get a, you could be a QR code or something. You know what I mean? You get scanned and Okay, so the um, last thing I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. Um, is something I read about. It actually, I actually read about it like kind of a couple weeks ago, and it's kind of gone through this whole saga. But I wanted to talk about it anyway, which was that. Um, as you may know or may not know right now, like kind of as this, in this moment of recording, um, the trial of Derek Chauvin is beginning. So Derek Chauvin was the man who fucking the police officer who kneeled on George Floyd's neck, um, and murdered him. Um, so his trial is beginning now and right now in the city of Minneapolis, um, they're preparing for the trial and they're getting ready for it. And one of the things that they did in preparation for this trial, or one of the things they were trying to do, was they were trying to pay influencers, quote unquote, $2,000 each to be like, like to share city information. So like, as the trial goes on, the idea was that like, they would send information to these influencers quote-unquote they would make money to like share the city's content and so like what the city is worried about is like they're basically like they're worried about you know like protests and they're worried about like keeping order or whatever and one of the ways they thought to to kind of like they're saying it's like to fight misinformation um with influencers that just makes zero fucking sense like right i mean i just thought so like <laughs> what <laughs> first, i know this isn't even like funny it's just so fucked up yeah. like i don't even have anything like i like want to like and maybe i don't want to i don't want to talk about this for too long but i just wanted to just i mean a like yeah so like the details of the program the pro so also so people found out about it right through other channels and the program has been canceled now so mm-hmm. like they're not doing it anymore it was part of this bigger program where they were giving out grants to people and blah 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 um but i just thought it was crazy like that the city is like i think the thing that i think is so fucked up is it's like the city is investing money mm-hmm. into trying to control this narrative because they know it's going to be fucked up mm-hmm. like because they know that there's going to be no accountability they know mm-hmm. they know that like they're not going to be able to go far enough to like convict this fucking person of murdering George Floyd mm-hmm. of murdering this man of standing of kneeling on his neck for 8 minutes or whatever it was it's fucking terrible and like it happens all the time these kinds of crimes these kinds of things have happened all over the you know like all over the country and like 
I just think it's sad that like a city, like the idea is to control the narrative rather than change the system. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I also, and I, th- I guess for me, yeah. I'm still um, confused as to how hiring influencers would um, uh, would 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 help in terms of the notion of misinformation during a a high profile trial. You know, like that to right. me is, I mean, I, is really confusing, and I'm not quite. I don't really quite understand the. Um, you know, they're doing this thing that I think a lot of a lot of people in power do where they sort of go like, well, wait, if people don't get the right information, like, we're going to, um, like, maybe somebody could be in danger. So we better make sure the right information gets out there, meaning, like, their version of events mm-hmm. and, like, by people, you know, so they're sort of like... There's no information about whether these people would have to disclose what they that they were being paid mm-hmm. by the city. There was no information about things like that. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was just like... You know, it's just, like, propaganda or something. I mean, I know it's, like, crazy to talk about stuff like that, but it just, mm-hmm. like, it feels like a system of, like... And and I don't know. And I think that, like, maybe there's something related to design in this conversation in the sense of, like... Like, changing the way something looks or changing the way a story is told. Like, I think often, you know, rather mm-hmm. than doing a deeper dive into sort of changing the systemic nature of, like, what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think design can often be used to, like, put a face on something mm-hmm. um, and to kind of give legitimacy to something through mm-hmm. its, through that service of, yeah. like, I think that's at its worst and at its, like, most, you know, sort of responsive to power and capitalism. It's, like, it's this thing that uh, serves up these messages, you know, sort of gives legitimacy to these fucked up messages. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it's pretty disgraceful that the city of Minneapolis would try to even... Um, yeah, try to even pitch a program like that when, like, people are looking for accountability. People are looking for the system to acknowledge, hey, like, we fucked up. Like, we need to do better. And instead of doing that, they're choosing to gloss over it in some kind of bizarre way, I, which I still, like, it, right. it's, it, it just gives me kind of like icky icky disgusted kind of vibes like you know influencers are like kind of a in in a universe of their own and the um the semiotics of what they communicate right is like very much so this kind of um how do i say like aspirational uh mm-hmm. relationship with there, there's a relationship with like some some element of of, of um selling or like product or like you know it just I just don't understand that. Like, that's, it's disappointing. I kind of feel like my reaction to this is sort of happening delayed. It's like slow-mo. Like, suddenly it's, like, un- unfolding. And now it's turning into a little bit of a fire. And now I'm like, oh, wait a second. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, you know, I knew initially when you said it, like, oh, this is not okay. And now I'm like, wait, this is actually, no, this is, like, absolutely fuck the fuck up. So, yeah, so, you know, the program that they were doing, it's, like, part of this program that was targeting black, Native American, Hmong, Somali, and Latino communities. So that was what they said in their thing. Like, they were, like, we need to... They were trying to find influencers within or around these communities to, like, speak with them. Um, And they said part of the reason for it was they were saying that, like, there was not as much buy-in into traditional media. So it's, like, this deeply fucked up kind of, like, situation of, like... Whoa. 
of like targeting, you know, like a group of people who are like, I don't see myself in the mainstream media. I don't see myself in this on the local news. I don't see people like reacting to what like my concerns are. So I'm I'm tapping out. I'm not watching it. I'm I'm getting my news from Instagram and getting my news on Twitter or whatever um, from a source that I trust. And then they're sort of like, it's so insidious. And they're like, the city's like, we're gonna go in there. And we're gonna pay someone two thousand dollars, which could mean a lot to someone. You know what I mean? In particular, like an influencer who's like hustling super hard, yeah. like to kind of parrot this line. And then when you see it, there's no. There's no journalistic disclosure. There's no reason right. that that influencer would say, hey, the city's paying me. They probably wouldn't want to say something. They probably mm-hmm. want it to seem like it's their information, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to stick on this for too long, but I do want to say, you know, if, if you didn't think that was fucked up enough, they also, uh, in preparation for the trial, have put up fencing, barbed wire, concrete barricades around the courthouse. Like, they're preparing for war, mm-hmm. and... It's so fucked up the way that, like, Mm -hmm. these, you know, people who are fighting for justice, people who are fighting for accountability, people who are fighting for, and just advocating, not fighting for, I mean, they're just advocating Mm -hmm. for, like, safety Mm -hmm. are being treated, like, like, by the city and by the police as if they're going to war. So I guess, like, I mean, also, you know, the thing I think, and I think this will be an ongoing conversation for this show, will be just sort of, like... You know, I know people talk about, like, defunding the police. I think about also redesigning the police, rethinking, like, public safety and thinking mm-hmm. about, like, police as a design challenge mm-hmm. I think is really interesting and imagining, like, what if police really were there to serve people and really were servants of the public, really didn't have guns, really didn't have power mm-hmm. to kill, you know, all these mm-hmm. different things. Like, I want to imagine that world and I feel like it's fucked that, like, when somebody is going to trial for accountability, what happens is, like, the city tries to control the narrative they try to you know basically like treat people um you know like violently in in that process um they, they they're like pre presupposing um some aspect of you know damage or destruction right. and honestly and also pre like, and also honestly presupposing a not guilty verdict yeah do you know what i mean like they're yeah. like assuming that he's mm-hmm. not gonna get He's not going to face any accountability, mm-hmm. and they're assuming people are going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. And rather than do something to change that, it's easier to imagine. It's easier to imagine, sort of within this system. You know, if we want to talk about it again, like related to design, like within this system that exists, like it's easier to imagine. You know, controlling the narrative and putting up barricades, you know, and paying influencers or whatever to sort of try and change the story, mm-hmm. um, than it is to try and actually make people safe. I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to uh, also point out uh, or, or sort of bring in um, Candace Montgomery, who was the director of the Black Visions Collective. I wanted to bring her voice into the conversation where she said, in relation to these barricades being put up, mm-hmm. she said, as the people of Minneapolis and Minnesota are calling for justice and healing and care, state officials have been responding in some ways by basically preparing to go to war with folks. Mm-hmm. Um, so she says, like, I do think it's meant to be an intimidation tactic. So she thinks, like, 100%. she's saying police are trying to intimidate people. They're trying yeah. to keep people out from speaking their voice. And then, like, the police come in and start a conflict. And then it becomes this war zone as opposed to, like, a real redress of grievances. So I think also, too, it's like, you know, we need better systems for 
speaking to power, better system mm-hmm. for changing mm-hmm. our own, you know, cities and our own governments and our own police forces and mm-hmm. the way that people are, you know, that live, you know? So I think that there's a lot within this and that does relate to so many things that people um, and designers do. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to, to bring that up totally. and to follow Black Visions Collective and right. follow follow people that you actually trust and keep an eye on what's going on in, in Minneapolis because it's still fucking happening. Yeah. And oh, my God. It's just, <laughs> so. it's, it's like, it, I don't know, it pains me because it's like, not surprised, but of course, inevitably, I still feel just, just disappointed <laughs> disappointed yeah it's a mess yeah i yeah i feel i feel the same way yeah um but anyways um <laughs> that's a weird note to end the show on so <laughs> it's a weird note but guess what it's true and it's happening as you said it's happening right now it's something that we should be mindful of and we should keep tabs on you know um this is part of our reality now and we shouldn't shy away from it you know that's real. That's yeah. real. Yeah. And I encourage people to, yeah, keep up with it and to not wait for, I guess, to not wait for the city's narrative of it and to not wait for what they're hearing, but to actually follow black activists who are working in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and try to keep an ear out for them because um, what the city is characterizing as like misinformation is like, you know, is real things that are happening on the ground. And, you know, I guess to like do a little bit of work in that direction and send some money in that direction too. Yes. So, yes. You know, Definitely. I think people need that, need that support. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. So I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about it with you. So I wanted to bring it here to the show. <laughs> thank you for about talking it about it, Justin. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. No, I mean, you know, we should be talking about this stuff and we should, you know, be proactive and, you know, fuck the police. So. <laughs> <laughs> that'll always, you know, that'll always bring joy to my face. You know, that'll always bring joy to my my uh, my soul. Um. Anyways, well, yeah, this is a good place to end. I think. Um, thanks for doing the show again. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, new episodes will be coming out about every two weeks. Uh, if you want to get more, you know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. If you have any questions or suggestions, email us at 40trilliondpi at gmail.com. That's the number 40, the word trillion, and then DPI. And don't forget to visit our website at designfreaks.cafe. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye, babies. Bye, babies. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god.